Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Snake Pliskin. I mean, Johnny Rico. I mean, <laughs> Tyler Hymanson. Johnny Rico. <laughs> well, you guys, this week we're entering the Animatrix to talk about Starship <laughs> Troopers Invasion. That's you know the uh, you know the animated version of the Matrix. In case you're that's that's yes. In case yes. you have no idea what you're, I'm talking about. You know I've seen the Animatrix at Anime Expo way back in the day, but I've never seen any of the Matrix movies. Oh. What? It's the 20th anniversary. <laughs> Now's your chance. That's yes. true. You should do it. At least Maybe. watch the first one. Um, well, anyways, yeah. So we're talking about the f- first animated film in the Starship Troopers series. That's right. Um, Starship Troopers Invasion, directed by, uh, oh shoot, you know what, I just had it up here. Directed by, uh, Shinji Aramaki, um, and, uh, it's, uh, pretty different. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, d- just for, you can kind of get a flavor of what that is, Shinji was, uh, one of the main mechanical designers for, like, Mask and the original Transformers, and, like, so he has, like, a long storied history for yeah. Japanese animation, uh, and before this did the, uh, Halo Legends, uh, uh, animated, like, shorts, and it seems like that he wanted more Space Marine stories and went with this. Mm-hmm, hmm Well, you know what? Let's find out how that turned out. We have a situation. Our mission is to clear away the bugs and evac the survivors. Are we clear? Sir, yes, yes sir! A bug invasion will not happen on my watch. Lock and load. Hey, they said invasion in the trailer. (laughs) You know, this whole movie, I was like, where's the invasion? (laughs) Who's invading... It was kind of like that time that Jason took Manhattan, but he only got there in the last five minutes of the movie. Jason takes a boat to Manhattan. This was like... Starship Troopers on our way to the invasion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, we were last week predicting like, oh man, what's the invasion going to be about? Turns out uh, pretty much nothing. <laughs> when this movie started... They could was... have called it Ghost Ship or something <laughs> yeah. stupid. Like it, was, it, it was all of these like cloned copies of Space Marines and all of these cloned copies of Bugs. And I was like, they literally made two models for this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, uh, so let's just uh, a broad overview here. This movie... Uh, is a video game cinematic that made a wish to become a real boy. Yes. It really is. It's like if if you're familiar, if you've seen passing glimpses of any of those like animated Resident Evil movies or anything, this is the same thing. And it has uh, the same composer as well. But uh, yeah, what I was going to say is like this movie has done what we feared, uh, I think, feared that the uh, other sequels would have done already and has... Just gone full on serious mode. No propaganda. No, no. no propaganda. They even mock the propaganda. Yeah, like yeah. which is so sad. This is a serious action film. This is an earnest. This is Space Marines. Space Marines are cool. These guys are awesome. And there is no subtext or no commentary. You on gotta it. kill them all. Yeah. Uh, Rico does get to say his famous catchphrase like three times. Mm-hmm. I think he said. I think he literally says it twice. Yes. Get down there and kill them all! It was you good that he was in the movie, though. I mean, like, he was definitely... I don't know why. Maybe his voice was just familiar to me, so I was, like, happy when he came, but, like... His non his Casper not, Van Dien voice? It, well, it wasn't no, him. it is. No, it's not. Really? Yeah. Not him? He just produced it and didn't do the, his own voice? Correct. Correct. Did you oh, watch the credits? No, <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I, just I rewound it, like, to check it out. She was name. just distracted by that dope-ass song. Yeah. <laughs> I just liked how he, the only, like, funny part of the movie, the only funny part of the movie was when he, like, tried to hit on Carmen over the, like, the telecom thing, and, like, that was the only time that I was, like, this is, like, the only funny thing that's happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> he, he was just like, yeah, uh, all right, yeah. Wait. <laughs> wait. Carmen? Carmen is in this movie? Yep. What? 
And and Carmen, Carmen is, is is a lowly captain where Rico is a general somehow. A general general eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> we don't no, know how he got no, the eye no patch. Explanation. Right? No, no explanation. Yeah, I think it was just to make him look more normal because all the other characters have the like dead eye animation. Yeah. So the fact that Rico has one eye covered makes him look like slightly. I think they less also crappy. also the guy whose name is. Hero, Hero. <laughs> <laughs> looks exactly like him. Basically, yeah. and yeah. I think that was another reason. They're like that scar isn't enough to differentiate him. Let's make uh, Rico have an eye patch. Well, I guess because even if he didn't do the voice, because Casper Van Dien was involved at least with the production, mm-hmm. they must he must have said like, okay, yeah, you can use my likeness or something that looks vaguely like me. Whereas uh, Denise Richards and Neil Patrick Harris were like, nope. And so they just made people that look completely different, <laughs> especially Neil Patrick Harris's character, Carl Jenkins looks like, I don't, what is that color? Like, how would you explain that? Like dirty, pallid, pallid. dirty water color. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like he's, he's about to die. He looks sickly. His eyes are like sunken in and maybe they're trying to, you know, say that it's cause he's under so much stress, but he just looks like weird. Death. Yeah. Yeah, the uh the movie was actually um yeah, executive produced by Casper Van Dien and Ed Ed Neuermeyer. Um so there was involvement from the original film in this, and actually those two guys are all over the eleven part documentary on the Blu ray oh, no. special features. I wa- I went to go press play on it and it's a- an hour and twenty minutes, so I was like Oh my god. I don't think I watch all this. But um so this movie they kind of like from what they were saying on the Blu ray, they kinda of wanted to make a conscious decision to try to bring in more things from the book, yep. but also keep things from the movie that people would recognize, like the characters, you know, reference things that happened in the original films. It's not like these are the characters in the book and we've erased the original films. Right. Um, there's still kind of that, and there's stupid nods to the original film. But, like, the main thing they were all about on the special features were, like, the power suits. Mm-hmm. They showed the same clip of Casper Van Dien talking about the power suits <laughs> twice in the documentary. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that was the that was the main big thing for this one: mm-hmm. power suits and action. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. It what, has those things. <laughs> I I I I, uh, I sorely missed the actual comedy <laughs> from yeah. the other movies. Yeah, the power suits though were good because at least when they were wearing them, you couldn't see the people's heads. And faces. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was much better. It was much better when you couldn't see their faces. I will say that the hardest working person in this movie is the fully artist who had to do all of the metal boot clunks <laughs> of all of these people because they're so pronounced. And then later on in the movie, you find that they have a sneak mode and they turn <laughs> yeah. on so they don't have to make the noises. And then nobody makes the noise the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a button for sneak mode? I didn't know that. It just says sneak up in the corner. I did think it was kind of cool, the idea of the power suits, like how when they first came on the other ship, they were like floating because there was no gravity. And then they could turn the boots on, kind of like Link's metal boots or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then right, they right. walk around on the ground. And then eventually the gravity turned back on, but everything mm-hmm. was like floating around them. And like that was kind of cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so we want to give a little uh, intro of what this movie is about. How our how our characters we love are involved? Yeah, so this movie is about uh, Carmen, Carl, and Rico. They're all back on Earth teaching high school, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like Get a Japanese troopers HS. Yeah, just like saved by the troopers, saved by the troopers. Yeah, there's there's a although I I did think. They're, like they're, they're, you hear like radio chatter at the beginning of this movie where they're like, it's Troop Squad, squad K-12. And I was like, oh, it's the kindergarten through, <laughs> through 12th grade. Like, that's a very Starship Troopers thing. We go, bust, go, <laughs> Me shoot bug. <laughs> pew, pew. Teacher, uh, where do we go? Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, that is not what happens in this. Uh, no, no. This is a, uh, well, Carl's up to some fuckery. And, yeah. And uh, there's more mobile infantry. I mean, the main thrust of this is that Carmen Ibanez's ship has been taken away from her for some nefarious Carl Jenkins reason. We don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get tasked by General Johnny Rico to go check it out because they lost contact with it. 
Well, it's uh, like she, she got her ship taken away from her, but then she was on another ship that then right. was invaded, and then the evacuation team is all the characters that yeah. become the main characters of this movie. They evacuate Carmen and then go on their ship, and then that ship needs to get back Carmen's ship. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that Carmen's old ship is infested with bugs. Yeah. It's been invaded by yeah, so bugs. Bugs can Invasion go on the ships one. now. <laughs> and also the bugs can just run around in space. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first thought when this movie starts. They're like going to this space base. Space base. <laughs> and uh, originally it looked like it was just totally in space. And I was like, how the fuck did the bugs even get on this ship? But well, then I you zoom out and it's on an asteroid. So maybe. They and, and the bugs did travel <laughs> through space, like on asteroids. So like they did. Survive in vacuum. Well, they uh, weren't on those asteroids, I don't think. I didn't know. Yeah, if they, they were. were not. I, I don't think so. They were just shooting them across the planets. Uh, yeah, because the Buenos Aires attack did not result in an invasion. Yeah, I don't think the bugs were on those. They were just like launching them to Earth, allegedly. Oh yeah, but we just didn't. Yeah, we didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <of that. laughs> I think at this was... point, it's safe to say they definitely are. Yeah, yeah. They're straight <laughs> up evil. That's right. <laughs> no nuance. The bugs are totally evil. Yeah. yeah. Especially in this movie, for sure. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Johnny so, Rico's a general. Yeah. There's there's some other invasion that we did. There's some other fort that we didn't see. No, we saw Fort Casey. Fort Ca- oh, Fort Casey was the asteroid? Yeah. No. Did you even watch the movie? No, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard. I, like, it's so weird because it was bad, but also, like, in a weird way, it wasn't that bad. So, like, I've never felt so, like, just... Like you know, mid level about a yeah. movie. I'm just like, okay, I'm like, I, uh, I'm not like mad at it. I'm not happy about it. It, I'm it, just... it is like a video game cutscene. It's like, okay, well, when do I get to play? Right, right. <laughs> the, the beginning of this movie, um, like, I don't know. I think I paused it somewhere where it was like at 59 minutes, and I was like, man, like, not a lot has happened in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly, people have been like having sex and. Uh, doing stupid fights and stuff like a bunch of nonsense happens, and then there's kind of a cool ending. Um, but other than that, it's like yeah, I, lots I, of filler. Again, watched this on the train and thought it's animated. Surely, I'm I'm safe to watch this on a train. Mistake. And there was a bunch of children on the train, and uh, I fast forwarded through the multiple sex scenes. No, there's only one sex scene. There's really just a one. lot of nudity. Yeah. yeah. Like, the two women, for some reason, are like, I'm nude now. Well, just mostly the blonde. And then the other lady has sex. But You're like, talking about Ice Blonde? Ice Blonde. Ice Blonde. She just likes to walk around with a towel, like, over her boobs, like, around her <laughs> neck, like a scarf, but no shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, like, I don't know if this is a thing, but do ladies often go around distracting guys during <laughs> cockfights? Uh, oh, my God, that her, was horrible. <laughs> with As their you boobs. guys were fighting, it's just like... <laughs> Flashes her boob to like get him to win the fight. I thought that was going to make him lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he ended up tying. And then he's like, yeah, then he's like flash of inspiration. Also, first Asian character. Oh yeah, and what does he do immediately? <laughs> uh, well, and there was an Asian character in the second one, but yes. Yeah, so oh not, yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, of course he has to do Tai Chi and you know be all Zen be all, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Zen and of course, there's like a stereotypical Asian guy on the team scene, death scene for him, yeah. where instead of fighting with his that was armor, so dumb. he takes his helmet off. He's like, I'm going to do karate to fight the bugs, no. and he gets a few punches no. in, and he's like, I am the force. The force is with me, <laughs> and then he valiantly dies. He dies so fast because that was the dumbest. I was like, dude, what? You're not going to. You can barely kill these things with, like, 1,100 bullets out of yeah. a gun. But he's Asian, Justin, okay? He can use but his the power Asian of the powers to, to fight the bugs. Apparently, it takes 10,000 bullets from the standard regulation, but if you use some old gun that uh, that they don't even want you to use, you can, you can one-shot them. Yeah, exactly. 485. 443. <laughs> That just seems like a waste of time to count how many bugs you're killing yeah. while you're fighting. Yeah, she probably could have been, done a lot better had she just not been counting. Yeah, I like like she was the most interesting of the like new characters. Um, there's this guy named Hero, but he's fucking lame and nobody cares about him. Um, but she at least had like a cool kind of a cool backstory and seemed to be like fighting for some reason or like, at least killing bugs for a reason. But I feel I feel like subconsciously the real reason that maybe not that you or anybody or even me likes this character is because she's the only one that looks normal because she's like part Asian or something. She looks like a normal anime character that we're used to seeing. And so she doesn't like the way that they animate the white people and the black people and it looks 
awful. <laughs> but because we're used to seeing Asian people animated in this way, we're like, okay, well, you yeah, know, she's, yeah. she's, she doesn't give you as much of that uncanny valley like creepiness. Also, the the actress, uh, the voice actress, was nominated for some best voice acting of the year award for, for this. For this, yeah. Oh, oh, sweet. Yeah, she did a good job. And yeah, I mean, she it's got a, killed for no reason. Yeah, she dies unceremoniously. A lot of she dies die. off screen. Yes. Come on. Then we get another scene with her like boyfriend dying. Yeah, she like, dies off screen so that that we can see his yeah, emotional he, reaction to and it and his hero moment. Like, come on, yeah. really. Not, really? his, not his moment with the character hero. No. <laughs> and also, he doesn't even get the thing from her gun that she... He's like, I'm going to do this for her. And he yeah. starts like he starts counting. He doesn't. He didn't even know what number she ended <laughs> I on. Know. But somehow he knew to start counting from a certain number. Yeah, her, and then doesn't even get her gun like she wanted. Yeah, her whole thing was like, if I die, bring back my scope and bury it in my hometown with yeah. me or whatever. And then, yeah, so he dies. And I'm like... He didn't pass that on to anyone. No one's going to know. Yeah. That's just going to all go to shit, you fucking idiot. You didn't have to go sit there on the floor and shoot things. Oh, yeah. God, she's dead. I better die, too. So so this, the, the first, like, 30 minutes of this movie is like that scene from 2 where the the sergeant's like, Goober, quack a duck. Like, you go over there. And yeah. you do over there. And it's, I had such a hard time, like, Understanding who was who. Yes, and it's just, it's just trying to give people names. And I guess in this version of the future, people named their children what their gamer tags are going to be because <laughs> everybody has like some funny nickname or it's their actual name. It's hard for me to tell. It's just it's if you earn the nickname, you get it. If not, you're obviously going to die right away. But uh, the other <laughs> people, everyone else has their name printed on the front, so you can tell the difference. Yeah. But- um, speaking of um, you know people's. Nicknames and stuff. I want to play uh, a little clip for everybody. Okay. Um, just because I feel like our audience needs to hear the type of comedy oh, no. that is in this film. <laughs> I think I know what it's going to be. Um, it, just so you can listen. You, you know, we have to share. Sometimes we have to share our hardships with you guys. Yes. <laughs> I, we, we, you might not watch it, but we watched it for, for you. you. And now you get to hear this. What's the matter? You never saw a flanker without her arm before? Yeah, but they usually look like rat's ass. Rat's ass? Huh, that's what they call me. Because you don't give a rat's ass about anything. What a surprise. Hey, you uh, want me to show you to the shower? I could wash your back. You don't want to wash my front? Oh! <laughs> Genius! <laughs> this whole time you're seeing animated fake boobs. Not even animated real boobs, because they're clearly like plastic surgery yeah. fake boobs. Um, it was so awful, that scene. I, I, the get voice that the, um, I get that she's trying to say, like, what a surprise, and that he doesn't care about anything. But, like, it, in my mind, it, she's saying, what a surprise, your name is Rat's Ass, because you don't give a rat's ass. Right? <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, I, I know, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so bad, this, this movie, uh, some of those so we, we get some We get some more names here. We have Holy Man, Chow, Biggers, Shock Jock, Biggers, <laughs> Rat's Ass, Gun Fodder, Bug Spray, Ice Blonde, Mech. Where's the, where's the guy whose mom called him Slug? <laughs> <laughs> He's still in the scanner. <laughs> yeah. His Slug got cut. <laughs> uh, we're having trouble scanning your Slug. Um, please uh, bend over. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, we got to talk about Hero and how he got his name. <laughs> Much like how Han Solo got his name. <laughs> so traveling, traveling alone, eh? Yeah. <laughs> There's a scene where, like, uh, one of the, I don't know, even know who the fuck I think it is. Docker, like the, the head guy. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's like having his own little, like, uh, Justice League folder moment on the computer. Like, yeah. mm, look at all the, <laughs> look at all my men. And he's, like, looking up. <laughs> he's looking up, uh, this other guy who they just had captured. Imprisoned, yeah. And his name is Henry Varro, right? Yeah. Yeah. Henry Varro. H E N R Y space V A R R O. Yeah, and, he, and then he's just like looking at the computer. This scene was so confusing to me. He's just like looking at the computer and goes, Hero. And then he holds up his thumb, and his thumb <laughs> covers like all the letters except for H E on the first name and R O on the last name. <laughs> And I was like, wait. And then that's like the end of the scene. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's really why. Is that why he's called Hero? 
No, I hope not. When he's the one thumb away. <laughs> Hero. Uh, so <laughs> Carl wants Carl Neil Patrick Harris, but not Neil Patrick Harris. I mean, he really. I guess the the Denise Richards Carmen. You could maybe at least she looks like vaguely like her. Sure. But this guy looks nothing. Yeah. He doesn't have the same body type. Yeah. He doesn't have the same face. Or anything. It's he looks so just like gross. creepy evil dude. Yeah. So I I want to I want to get more into that, but I just want to get at something that bothered me about Carmen is that when they when they get back oh, to yeah. to her ship. Uh, uh, what was it called? It was called the John A. Warden. The John A. Warden. They said it about a million. I, I don't know. I could forget that because they. I say don't it care about... if John A. Warden himself is on that ship. <laughs> Blow it the fuck up. Is that a real person in history? I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't uh, know. So, but so they all have their power armor, whatever, when they go on, and then she's just wearing like her skin tight fleet uniform, and then just puts on a helmet, and it's yeah. fine. I guess. And then she goes like, I can't run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really fucked that up. Like, because, like, she was, if anyone was going to be a general, according to the first one, it's going to be her. Yeah. Like, she's going to be Sky Command, all these other things, and she's just, like, I'm just, I mean, she's, least, she's a starship captain. She is still kind of, like, in charge of the situation. Yeah, like, I guess, when they're on the bridge, ostensibly, but. if you, t- and this movie doesn't really say if any of the past ones are really canon or not. They, they, it's, they, what they say is that they've thrown out the other two. Doesn't, oh, she, doesn't okay. she mention the Robert, didn't she mention the Robert Young crash though in the in the movie? She does. That was so from no, the first movie, the first, no. Mo- yeah, no, yeah. the first, the first movie is is a thing. Oh, okay, but, okay. That, but two and three are not. I would it, think maybe three would still if make Rico, sense. Rico, yeah, if Rico, like you know, did that Marauder program and now he's a little bit more in on the like inner workings, I guess it could make sense that he that makes so, sense. somewhat jumped her in status, but not even because it's like different branches. So he's like a general of like mobile infantry, and maybe he's working on like FBI type stuff, but then she's still in charge of her starship, which I don't know how you get higher than that. And so yeah, I don't know. I guess in his branch of the uh, military, he's pretty high. Yeah. But yeah, he still doesn't, doesn't seem to know exactly what's going on with. No, Carl yeah, he's still, yeah, he's still saying like, I can't even. He's like, I don't even know why I'm telling you to do this, but it's something that Carl made me do or yeah. whatever. Um, and he still has a big crush on her, and she just doesn't even care. She's like, I want my ship. Why are you trying to hit on me? Like, she just like <laughs> walks out of the room while he's trying to hit on her. Uh, so John A. Warden is a uh, Air Force. General okay. Air Force or Air Force guy, as they say, is uh, has been called the leading air power theorist in U.S. Air Force in the second half of the 20th century. He's also been called one of the most creative airmen of our times, mm. uh, and he was the person who brainstormed uh, Desert Storm and all of that stuff. So, real guy still alive, John A. John A. Warden. Mm. <laughs> John He's a. the guy Warden. that took all the credit for um, Annette Benning's work in Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah Um, let's talk about what Carl's up to in this movie Um, he's uh, doing some sneaky shit he's hacking he's hacking (laughs) he's a hack she hacked me and I hacked her she She hacked me and I hacked her (laughs) (laughs) something like that yeah yeah Uh, no I hacked her, she hacked me. Yeah. He has this scene where he's like going crazy in this jail cell that he's put himself in. And he's like mumbling and saying all this stuff about the bugs that, and hacking. That's the part of the movie that forgets it's not a Resident Evil movie. Yeah. And it <laughs> did kind of make me think though, like it would be actually fun if Neil Patrick Harris was doing this scene. Like that might actually yeah. be cool. But because it's just this like weird animated thing, it's just stupid. <laughs> it's just dumb. Yeah. Yeah, so they find that, like, so they get to this, uh, they get to the John A. Warden, and they get on there, and there's actually kind of a little bit of a creepy scene when they're, like, walking around, and there's, like, all these dead bodies just, like, floating. Yeah, there's no gravity yet, but they turned on their metal boots. And, yeah. yeah. So, like, they're going through all the rooms, and, like, everyone's dead, and there's, like, I, I like this one shot uh, when they're on the bridge, there's, like, a body that's floating, like, just above the seat. Just like not moving, it's kind of look. Yeah, there's creepy. like arms and legs and drops of blood flying everywhere. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> ugh. Uh, and uh, yeah, so then they um, they find Carl and he's all like, "Don't turn on the lights," or he says, "Don't be afraid yeah. of the dark," or whatever. Something You're like that. You're all going to die down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, exactly. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, their main goal was to turn the engines on immediately. And they do, and uh, that opens up a bunch of doors of bugs. Yep. But they never turn the lights back off. 
to be no, clear. No. no, they just are like, fuck, now we got to fight. And it's not clear why the light was protecting. <laughs> well, I think they had turned off the power so that the doors that the bugs were behind just were not open. Mm. Right? I guess. So they were trapped, like the bugs had gotten trapped in a certain airlock or something. Well, I think the the mother brain bug was a ta- a connected to the ship. So right. by having the power off, she can't really do anything. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, once it, they turn the power on, she can start controlling shit again. Yeah, it was like the power came on, and then all these doors were like, bzz, bzz, and there were bugs everywhere. Bugs everywhere. Bugs. By the um, way, the uh, nudity that we kind of already talked about at first, like Ice Blonde was walking around nude a whole bunch. Yeah. And then Trig like has sex with bug spray. Yeah. I think. And yep. they, they, But there's a scene as more like a, a romantic, like actual. It's like these thing. are characters you're supposed to actually care about. Yeah, these so characters you're supposed though. to like. So then like they don't, at first they like don't actually show her naked as much like after yeah. they have sex like she's a little bit more covered and so i was like oh so the other girl's a slut so you're gonna show her but this girl's better so you're not gonna show her but then all of a sudden it cuts to a full shower scene <laughs> yeah. of carmen just like standing in the shower and for i'm no like, reason okay well that's the lead lead woman so now i don't even know what you're trying to say about the you know the- i think i think that the what this movie has to say is that women have boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, have you ever tried to seduce a woman with a catchphrase from a <laughs> from a '90s movie? No. Yeah, well, that happens in this one. <laughs> He's like, he says, like, I thought we could do something a little bit more strenuous, and then he lays oh, down yes. and goes, like, Would you like to know more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And she falls for it, I guess. I don't know. But he says it in, like, the movie phone voice. He's like, would you like to know more? (laughs) Let's fight! (laughs) It was so weird. He does say it, yeah. Yeah. Just like the movie. That was the funniest line in the movie to me. I mean, yeah, it was, like, the only... But then it just made me sad because then I was like, well, that's acknowledgement that they're not going to have any of that at all. Yeah. Yeah, I I laughed at that, and I laughed at one other part um, where... uh, that scene before where before Johnny is uh, trying to you know get with Carmen again yeah. over the intercom, he comes in and like everyone you know all the uh, all the soldiers are like been told that they're about to go back to Earth mm-hmm. and take a nap or whatever, <laughs> relax for a bit, and he comes up and uh, gives them a little bit of bad news. And there's this moment in that scene that I thought was really funny because it just was like out of nowhere, and it sounds like this. Unfortunately, we have a situation. What? Stow it. <laughs> the guy was like, what? <laughs> Private Little John was up. The captain's immediately like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stow it, Little John. <laughs> Could you imagine if you like actually did that in front of like your commanding officer? <laughs> oh, God. I thought that was uh, stupid. But uh, anyways, back to the story. <laughs> Quite a I mean, I had like nothing after that Rico scene until like the very end. Uh, well, well, I guess what we see is that the this there's a queen bug on the the ship, and it is was part of Carl's plan to. Uh, we'll get into. I guess what he's trying to do is control bugs with his mind, right? With his telekinesis, but he ends up giving this queen control of a full i guess the best starship because it seems pretty unkillable yeah it's like it's i mean you know if carmen's in charge of it it's probably one of the top in the fleet yeah it seems that way because uh this bug sets it on a crash course with earth yes and there's a point where there's a space battle where they're like send everything to stop it (laughs) and the i will say about the space battle the lasers are like continuous it's pretty cool like Mm -hmm. like the the way the lasers work and the configurations of their ship are very cool and and like i said there's a lot of people involved with this they're involved with like those 80s transformers Mm -hmm. and gi joe and those types of cartoons. So, like, there is elements of that stuff. They're like, oh, actually, the writer of this movie uh, was one of the main writers for for G.I. Joe and Transformers, but he also was a co-writer on Five Goes West. <gasps> <laughs> yes! I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so that's why everyone needed to give the, the, the crazy eye or the lazy eye. That's why the boobs were in there, so that you could go pussy, pussy, or whatever they was like, pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so the ship the ship battles are cool. 
Um, yeah, and I should say that um, the filmmakers before they started this movie. Um, Sony took them to like the archives uh-huh. and they got to go through all of the like archives from the original film and they yeah, have like sweet. all these blueprints and like, you know, full, you know, not full scale, but like, you know, partial scale mm-hmm. models of the ships and everything. So that's why like everything really looks like it's a part of the same yeah. universe. Yeah. Well, I don't like know that much about this, but this team, this studio or this team, like they're the ones behind the like Appleseed anime, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. popular. Uh, well, and the new Ultraman show on Netflix. Oh. Yeah, and like, yeah, this dude, he, his, uh, the director's IMDb. Uh, you go back, it's like he designed the power suits for this, and yeah. the and the <laughs> the battle I armor mean, for yeah, this. As and... long as it's not a human face, it looks great. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. There's a lot of really cool stuff in this, and like the inside of the ship, like the engine room is like this big glowing thing. Like, mm-hmm. like there's parts of this that look good. There's parts of it that look really cheap and bad. Um, the, the facial animation's bad. The the Tai Chi uh, <sighs> version, it almost looks like that GIF of the the, the ref from like that N sixty four, where like his arm goes all the way back around and gives the thumbs up. If you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what he looks like. Like his 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 limbs just bend in ways that they should just not bend it's at not, all. It's not right. Um, <clears throat> so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so this movie then starts to, like, they, they take a very long time setting up these characters that you could not give a shit about, and that's mostly because the way they make you care about them is to either show you their breasts or have them make a bad joke. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's, that is the character development in this movie. I gotta say, though, even though it was bad, I still somehow, after all their introductions, cared about them more than I cared about those people in the second movie. Oh, Absolutely. Somehow. Oh, it yeah, was at least yeah. better written than that. Absolutely. Uh, and and I think that then it gets into a series of false... Like, the, the, the only motivation for the plot to move forward in this movie is a countdown timer. <laughs> and then as soon as that countdown timer ends, they just start another countdown timer. Yeah. <laughs> like, the ship is about to hit the space station. <laughs> oh, just kidding. It's going to the side. <laughs> no, it's about to crash on Earth. Oh, it crashed? Oh, well, okay, everyone's alive. But, but now the bugs are going to get out. We're dropping a bomb on the ship. And now we're going to nuke it. <laughs> and, then, and then my favorite part about this is that they start a countdown, and it's like 50, 49, 48. And then five minutes goes by. <laughs> yeah. And then they, launch the, then they launch the nukes at the crash ship. And then it's like, all right, three more minutes till impact. <laughs> it's like you're just making this shit up. And then, and then the nukes get destroyed. And then they're like, and then there's a bullshit flashback where it cuts to Hero saying, "Oh my god, that was so stupid." <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's like, "We'll blow up the ship." Uh, okay. Yeah. It, it's okay. <laughs> so this whole movie, you're like, I don't know any of these fucking characters. I didn't even notice the entire movie. I, apparently, you're supposed to all of a sudden be like. Oh shit! These two guys, where were they the entire time? <laughs> and then there's like this flashback explaining, like, yeah, that they went on a secret side mission, and it's, it's revealed like it's like a holy shit! That's the guy who plants explosives, and then the beginning of the movie, oh my god! And then so they plant explosives, and then it's unclear to me what Johnny Rico has to do. Save Carmen. No, Carmen's already on the dropship. By this point, uh, did they even get on a? I don't. They yeah, don't, no, they, don't they get just on the ran out ship. into the countryside. No, no, they get on a ship. The dropship gets blown up. Yeah, before At, they even that, when they blow up the ship, then the, they they fly out in the dropship, and then the dropship crashes after the explosion. Um, whatever. So 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 the, the, <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the explosives <laughs> are planted, and then and then Carl's back in there, right? And so he saves Carl, and then Johnny Rico goes back in. And yeah. I don't know why. I think he was going to try to save Hero, but then Hero was like, "No, as long as you save Carl, it doesn't matter." And right. Then, yeah. And then, and then he, then he charges at the Queen, even though he knows that the ship's about to blow up. Yeah, but this part was pretty cool. It was. <laughs> <laughs> There's like all this stuff where like the it was pretty cool, but I just didn't. It was just another of those things where it's like, what the fuck? Like you're know. just making up some it's other the end reason. of the video game. You gotta, you gotta have a giant fight. But yeah, so we see, uh, you know, some of the cool stuff in this movie is like we get to see some new bugs. We get to finally see the bug that is shooting the plasma. Like we've never actually seen that bug, right? No, have we? we have. Oh, okay. Well, we get a better close up of it. Yeah. I, I didn't. I couldn't remember. Maybe in the first it. movie, they're like in the hills farting out oh, okay. things. Yeah. 
I think this one's like a it's I think this one's like a hybrid of the scorpion and the and the the, the bum, bug is the weird. It looks like bug. it's like bent all upside. Yeah, you know, they did bring one thing back from the third movie, which was that the mother brain bug could like pick up dead bodies and talk, talk through them. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, and we get the queen bug, which is this giant, huge. I don't know, thing. I keep calling it mother brain, <laughs> queen, mother queen brain, bug. mother brain, mother brain. But like, yeah, so we we get these mech suits that are ostensibly like the latest version of the Marauder. I was looking yeah. like. I was looking all over the suits to see if they said Marauder anywhere, but I didn't really see Solid that. Snake gets into a Metal Gear, and yeah. it's time to go fuck shit up. And it's awesome, because he's like, I, I don't. it's like he's on roller skates or something. Oh, <laughs> like, it's very cool. Yeah, he's sliding all around, and he'll like, he'll like, uh, you know, slide down this hallway and then come to a stop and then like flip a button that makes the body armor open up so he can talk to everybody. No, they, they, <laughs> no and this, this is the other bullshit thing that happens in this movie where it's like, it's like, oh, the nukes are coming like 50 seconds. And then, and, and then I guess all of the other Marauders get killed on the, on the drop. Some of, yeah, you, you never see all them of again. them on the drop. So you see so some John, of them get so Johnny up. comes down and they, they, they've explicitly been telling you like, oh my God, the ship's going to get nuked. It's going to get nuked. It's like, and like, they're not going to wait for Johnny. And he gets down and then, Saves Carmen and then takes the time to open the, like, she knows who the fuck it is. Like, takes, like, the two seconds that it takes the thing to open up and be like, are you okay? Yeah, and she still goes, Johnny Rico. (laughs) Like, nukes are coming down. Get the fuck out. Yeah, but doesn't she say that? And then he goes, nukes? What nukes? No, no, he knows about the nukes. Oh, okay. Carl didn't know about the nukes. Oh, okay. I was like, I remember someone being like, what? No, yeah, (laughs) Johnny Rico's like, don't wait for me. Nuke it. So (laughs) he gets in this awesome, you know, mech suit and he's like, you know, like rollerblading towards towards the queen, and he's shooting. Oh, we also he also has this cool like chainsaw attachment yeah. that he uses <laughs> to like cut one in half at one point. But he's like, you know, skating towards her like super fast speed down this impossibly long hallway, apparently. <laughs> and he's like shooting his gun, but then all of a sudden he like while the mech is still moving, it opens up the body part and he flips out and like stands on top of it, and then and he like, like rains, and then he rains a fire in. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, what? <laughs> and then he jumps. He jumps in yeah. the midair and fails his quick time event and gets yeah. caught by the bug. <laughs> but then it's like press X to stab and he presses circle and the bug catches him. And then his armor has a secondary leap function. Yes. He's like, I don't need this extra body armor. I'll go naked. <laughs> and he flips over and he also apparently then has, he like has a, a bigger <laughs> He has a bigger knife. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he goes full like uh, crazy anime <laughs> at one point though the gear. tentacles get a hold of each of his uh, limbs and they're like stretching him out yeah. i was like oh yeah know. yeah but it was a cool idea you, you were afraid it was gonna get in tentacle porn territory i i was yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean already during the, all the nudity you're like this is animated so like anything can happen porn yeah, yeah. like i, I don't know <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i felt like a real creep watching it on the train uh-huh. uh we we um we glossed over a little bit, so he kills the queen there. But before that, we learn, um, I don't remember who it is, but like Doherty or somebody is like, you know, about to die by all these bugs. And then all of a sudden, like a horde of bugs come at him uh, and right. start attacking the other bugs. And they're like all oh. kind of labeled like they're part of the troop. They have like barcodes on yeah. them, yeah. And we're like, what the fuck? And it turns out that Carl Jenkins has some sort of headset that he can mind control these bugs. Yeah, he yeah he's no longer now. crazy in a box. Yeah, he got out. Used his mind. <laughs> um, and yeah, then, then he becomes like a good guy again. Yeah. Super weird. Well, because, yeah, all of a sudden it's like, oh, he was trying to do a good thing. Yeah, but he also maybe. had a nervous breakdown. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, we kind of uh, skipped over to the moment where they go through the wormhole and everything oh, freezes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything freezes, and they have to do like these big circular shots around wah, pretty wah, much wah, every wah, single wah. person. I felt like this scene lasted five minutes. Yeah, it was it so did. long. It just reminded me of that, like um, that Halo commercial. No, that's exactly what. It, that's exactly <laughs> where they're like that, that, zooming around the battlefield. Which I loved that commercial. That is a classic. Commercial. And this is a bad version. Yeah. What was that stupid YouTube challenge that people would do where they would just freeze or whatever? What was that called? Um, Bullet time? No, it would be like everybody would like freeze. And oh, yeah, and the camera around. would move yeah, around. I yeah, can't like that. I can't remember yeah, what it was called. What it was called. It was stupid. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was like after planking. I know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Also, Paris still exists, apparently, and the Eiffel Tower, and all the architecture is the same as it is that right now. That was super weird. I was like, is this Paris or Vegas? So one <laughs> of the things... It's like Paris and not Vegas. One, one of the things that I thought about that, I was like, that's a weird choice. And then I thought about it a little bit more, and I was like, all right, well, actually, it's kind of strategic because it's probably built up less, and it's the biggest land mass. And so if it's less populated and kind of left behind, then it... I, was just, I overthought it. <laughs> I definitely overthought this it. This movie makes sense. But then, but then they crash in the Parisian Badlands, I oh, guess. I think they go to the Alps, right? Yeah, it was like some, a mountain range, it looked yeah. like. Yeah. Parisian Badlands. The Parisian <laughs> Badlands. But yeah, they're about to crash like into the Eiffel Tower, and Trigg's sacrifice basically gives them enough time to just like not hit the city and hit the mountains yeah. instead. Also, I feel like if you're a spaceship not slowing down, and we don't even know if these ships are cleared for atmosphere, just shooting, getting that close, like... Everything's glassed, no matter what. Like, just sheer physics of a ship yeah. that size. Everyone was totally fine. Yeah. Like, just it breaking atmosphere. It's just fireball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the future, Tyler. They fixed that problem. Not slowing down <laughs> at all. Ooh. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you want to go to the end? Sure. Uh, at the end, there's only, like, six people left. You got the three originals. And then you have Ice Blonde, Mech, who's the black guy that does the explosives, and one other guy that I didn't get. It was Rat's ass. It was Rat's ass? Yeah. Okay, so it's like they picked the three least likable, (laughs) least, like, you don't care about, of all the new people they introduced, like, those are ones I did not care about at all. Yeah, and he's like, I thought all the hot people and good guys were supposed to survive in the end. And then Ice Blonde's like, not all of them. Yeah, at first I thought she... It zooms back to have her talk, and I thought she was going to be like, what the fuck are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah, he said yeah, that. Like, I'm hot this. as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the good guys and hot girls always survived till yeah. the end. And she was like, well, not all of them. <laughs> My name is Ice Blonde. <laughs> yeah, and then they have this, like, super morbid thing that they say. Like, they say, like, to those who die. And, they, and like, to those we've lost and to the next to die. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and to the next that will die. Or, yeah, I was like, yeah. that's really kind of a fucked up. Yep. Fucked up little motto to have. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It fits, I, it, it, it fits the mobile infantry. That's true. Like, it, it just yeah. assumes that people are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is... Or meat for the grinder. I <laughs> do enjoy I did enjoy that Rico did get to say, well, you want to live forever, you apes? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He gets to just do all his lines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this movie is kind of a mixed bag in the, in, for, in this, the context of the other sequels and that it throws out all of the humor and satire that, and all of the commentary on fascism and action movies and, and violence that the other ones had. Yeah. But it did bring back Johnny Rico and Carmen and and Carl, I guess. We, uh, we haven't seen Carl or Carmen since episode one. So. Since episode one. Uh, <laughs> so let's, do, is that a positive? Is that a negative? Um, I think it's cool to see what they're up to, mm-hmm. but part of it, also makes it feel a little bit like it's not the same characters, yeah. kind of. Well, and it's a bummer to see Johnny, like, still pining after her, because, like, you think in the first one he learned his lesson a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it was interesting. I, I, I liked seeing them, and I was not expecting, I knew that, like, Johnny comes back in uh-huh. some of the later movies again, but I didn't know that they came back. And I think so that was overall cool. them coming back as a, good thing just because mm-hmm. it brings back some of the characters and like mythology that you mm-hmm. actually kind of care about mm-hmm. um it is interesting that they did that because it's you know their friendship i don't know if it, that's in the original book but a lot of the stuff that that people didn't like about the original movie that was a deviation from the original book was the, all their high school time and all of the, the the comedy of that. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, choosing to keep some of that is maybe interesting. I don't know. Yeah. And then when we end the first movie, it kind of like is starting to show how they're going to have a complicated relationship going yeah. forward. And so I thought it was kind of interesting, although not much had changed. It was interesting to see that they still have this like weird dynamic where he was like, Hey, come on friends forever. Right. And she was like, Fuck you, I want my ship, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and then and Carl's like, when we work together, we're unstoppable. And Rico's like, like, are we working together? Yeah, I yeah. thought that was actually, like, one of the best yeah. lines because it was kind of like, well, he's actually right. But, yeah, Rico's like, what yeah. are we? I don't get it. Like, yeah. it it's it's interesting. Um, Tyler, did you watch After the Credits? 
I watched. Did the you song. watch? This I watched is the a song. Big one. Did this you was watch like a, after the credits? This is like a Marvel Avengers level I like didn't. shocker at the end. What? No, not really, but for this series, yes. What happened? Uh, so it turns out there's a shot earlier on in the film. I just, I watched the, I listened to the whole song. You should just go (laughs) a little bit further. Yeah. So there's a shot earlier, uh, in the film when the ship is crashed and they're under attack that you see some of the arachnids like out running across. Oh yeah, for sure. And you're like, oh, and I was like, what the fuck? Like. Yeah, I think I think the mechs outside attack them, uh-huh. but um, well, and the, like mo- it shows most of them getting burned up when the explosion happens. Oh, yeah. is it a bunch of bugs eating shawarma? No, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> it is, however, one arachnid crawling through like a sewer somewhere. No, like the oh. catacombs. Of yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that, that one was of them cool. survived. I don't know. Yeah, and it's running somewhere. It's definitely a cool idea. It probably won't go anywhere, but it's definitely like, oh shit, you know. Yeah, maybe they're asexual. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we've we've never learned. I mean, there's a queen, so or maybe they'll mate with like some earth animals, like a cow. Ooh. Or something. Ooh. <laughs> Hopefully, we get to see a bug sex scene in the next yeah. movie. Yeah. Just bug what we always want. Be careful anime. what you wish. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Uh, oh, yeah, these are like loosely related to the uh, graboids, right? So they, they can <laughs> oh, just reproduce right. without. Uh, this is the any... true origin story of the graboid. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> they look so much, even more like the Shriekers now. In the, uh, they know. do. But, uh, all right, so, and then losing, it just being, how much is lost here? And I, I kind of want to focus on this just for a little bit, of it just becoming a straight-up Space Marines are awesome movie. Uh, to me, that loses the whole point of the, <laughs> the series, yeah. honestly. Um, I I do enjoy some of the action in this movie, but I feel like, yeah, the whole point of it is you have to have this, like, satire. Like, there's got to be some sort of, you know, um, thing like, that's kind of undermining what the Federation is doing the whole time. You got to see like, oh, this is all just bullshit or something like that. Nothing the fact, like that was The happening. fact that we're still fighting wars in a far future is inherently depressing and there's something to be, there's there's commentary. To, yeah, instead to we're to full on like people versus bugs. We're supposed to root for everything right. for us to win and all that. Yeah, no, and like, I think this one they're like, okay, we're not going to bring back that satire but we're gonna bring back the characters so that's how we like keep everybody interested right. i you know so it loses all of the like that kind of deeper meaning but i think if you just like watched it stand alone like without no, thinking about the rest of the movies it's like not that bad it's yeah. just kind of yeah. like a mediocre space anime movie you know? yeah and it was a conscious choice by the director and producers that they wanted to do their own take on the starship troopers stories and and, and do something different and so. like i said like he came from halo and doing that and he i, I think he just wanted to do a, a, a space marine story and yeah. i think in that it is you know as successful as these kind of low budget CG anime feature films can be. Um, But I think that it being held up in the pantheon of all the other Starship Troopers movies, I just used the word pantheon, which over glorifies them. The pantheon. Uh, uh, I I think that it's a lesser thing Mm -hmm. in that context. Yeah. I miss the song, that's for sure. I've had that song in my head oh, the, all week. Oh, I had the song stuck in my head too, yeah. the third movie. I have, like, not yeah. been able to get that song out of my head every day. I'm like, it's a good day to die. You know? It's like, you make it stop, you know? If you know the reason why. <laughs> uh, yes, more musical Sky Marshals. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a highlight of I mean, the series. And this one and this one didn't have any, you know, back earth and and so like you could maybe if you tried really really hard, you could think that maybe some of that stuff was still happening or or but Yeah. Well, it's interesting how like this one completely takes place in space and none of them have been like that so far. Yeah. Um so we see a lot more of those ships and everything and it looked pretty good, but then I when they crashed in the in Paris or whatever, I also thought that like the Earth stuff looked pretty good. Not not the city of Paris, but like the nature yeah. and the cloud scene with like all the exploding. I was like, well, that looks pretty cool. Oh, Maybe yeah. I would have liked to see them on Earth or on another planet yeah. for a little bit longer. 
But, you know, but then less helmets and then yeah, more true. facial it's animation. Just, yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> everything other than their faces was totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> and the skin just looks like plastic, you know. All right. So how many sets of CG dead eyes would you give? <laughs> I was like, CG dead boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you give? I mean, give... the dead eyes thing, Tyler, before we move on. Yeah. Like, the animation, the dead eyes thing, you know, starting mm-hmm. all the way with, like, the Polar Express and everybody yeah. thinks of this thing. Like, I thought we solved it or we were close to solving it well okay so so there's a different thing where like that's mocap and there was some mocap for this movie this was heavily mocap yeah yeah so so that is kind of the problem so when it's mocapped that way you're actually having a a camera that's shooting basically uh is is looking for points of articulation so basically think of like an action figure of like you can move your wrist you can move your elbows yeah and if that's doing a direct translation that's driving your cg model Uh it's not mapping the eyes at all yeah so if you want to do that you have to go back in there and have somebody hand animate the eye movements okay and you'd have to have that rig and that is actually expensive yeah and nobody's doing that so they just don't bother then some of them for shots that like it's like so i think for trig that they probably did it more yeah so i think that they had somebody you know doing her rig could do that i think some of the other grunts couldn't Mm -hmm. uh and some of them there's just not time so it's one of those things where mocap can save a lot of money and Mm -hmm. and or cost money, depending on how you do it. But th- this this studio has it set up where they can do the mocap. It's just that then it takes a specialty animator to do the eyes. What and, are some good examples that have come out like that are uh, that have mocap? I mean, you know, I, Gollum. Yeah, <laughs> but that's more of like a that's like a character that is not human. Sure. Yeah, I know but, some people disagreed, but I thought the uh, eyes in Alita were actually pretty pretty good in the final film. She's also yeah. an anime thing, right? Yeah, but she's like, they're more human eyes than. Yeah, I didn't watch. They're, it, they're more like human eyes than. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and you know, and most most uh, CG films, if you, any Pixar or anything like that, like the eye rig is incredibly complex. Yeah. And and there's people that are just doing facial rigs, and that is their entire job, is they're just doing that. Okay. And there's a. Uh, there's people doing, you know, full figure animation, and it, it, it's a whole pipeline that this movie did not have. And if it, it, it's that's just kind of so you that's just you, you say we're going to make that sacrifice and do it anyway. Yep, correct. Okay, correct. sorry for that tangent. Yeah. I just wanted you to speak more on that. Uh, yeah, back to the rating. Rating. Uh, I would give it um, four pairs of horrible dead that eyes. eyes. Um, <laughs> I thought, uh, you know, I didn't hate this movie completely. Uh, it just was like really kind of, uh, it went by really fast for some reason. Um, even though it was, it was less than 90 minutes. <laughs> no, it was still, wasn't it like an hour 40? No, it was 89 minutes. Oh, well, I don't know. It just seemed like nothing was really happening in the beginning. So it kind of like went really fast. And then there was just like, uh, this crazy action scene at the end. Um, and I enjoyed the action and I enjoy, enjoy some of the, uh, lore extensions where we're like, oh, now, you know, we can potentially control the bugs. I think that's mm-hmm. an interesting idea that they hadn't really brought up in any of the other movies. So um, I'm interested to see if they continue on with that or anything. But other than that, just four, four dead eyes. Pairs yeah, dead eyes. I'm going to also say four pairs. Uh, I was disappointed that it didn't keep up with um, – they had this character we didn't really talk about, the holy man, who he was like uh, Russell Brand's character from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where he had a tattoo <laughs> That's right. from every religion <laughs> to protect him or whatever. Um, and they did have like the thing where where before he gets killed, Ice Blonde, or when he gets killed, Ice Blonde's like, well, you almost had me believing. I just started believing in you. Yeah. That was so stupid. I did. I would have liked if they had at least mentioned like what happened with all of that or is it really still a Christian federation or you know yeah. somehow or if that happened yeah there's been religious overtones in all of them which I think is kind yeah. of interesting all of them except for the first one yeah yeah so so I don't know that that I was bummed to leave behind of course I already mentioned <laughs> the song this has a techno song in the uh the song the is a, another perfect day by boom boom satellites <laughs> another perfect day to die is that no, yeah, <laughs> it's a perfect day to die. No, yeah. uh, sadly, that's it's not a techno remix. So, so yeah, I mean, I th- and I think we're all disappointed to see the the um, propaganda satire stuff go. But mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I feel so just like middle of the road about this. Like I'm not really that mad about it because I'm like, as a standalone thing, it's it's fine, you yeah, know. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't like it really either. So yeah, I I don't remember what I gave to. 
I, I would like to give this more sets of dead eyes than I gave to. I think it's a more enjoyable experience, viewing experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I'm going to also go with four sets of cold dead eyes. Uh, I, I think that, that it's one Can of... Can you get my... Uh, scope for me <laughs> when I die. When I die. Oh God! Don't look at me. Yeah. With those no, eyes. it can't. It can't at all. Um, uh, the satire going by the wayside is in. I, I agree with you. It does not. It's not a Starship Troopers movie to me. Uh, and I get it going closer to the source material and it being a diversion. Um, and I'm curious to see if this one kind of sets the stage for me to enjoy the next or next film. Uh, and that's kind of animated by the same team, I believe, uh, that kind of just be in its own thing, in its own world, and just, like, enjoy it as a space marine shoot-em-up. And I think it actually might. I I think we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, But the lore extension is cool, but the the space marine stuff... uh, It makes it it more bland. It It doesn't make it unique. It makes it just another, you know, mid-budget sci-fi movie with tough guys in space. Yeah. There's no like thought provoking ideas going on. Even if like the ideas in like the last movie were, you know, making fun of religion or Mm -hmm. poking at religion. Uh, At least it gave you like, you know, interesting conversation afterwards. Commentary. Yeah. This movie is just like, there's there's trying to say something and this one's just trying to look cool and it semi succeeds. Well, it's interesting because I may, retrospectively after we watch the next one i could forgive some of the things in this one if they build on it correctly right. if that makes sense that, no, that's kind of what i was saying too. yeah but we won't know till next week yes uh when we're going to be talking about starship troopers traitor of mars from just 2017 so pretty yep. recent yep still popping out these movies you know what that means that means there could be another one at any moment any moment the word traitor and the title like kind of how the other one had marauder like it makes me think like well maybe there will be some sort of like someone's being painted as a traitor even you know like to the federation right. so maybe that kind of comes back yeah um i hope that they keep the characters because i think it'd be a mistake to lose them now mm-hmm. uh, all three of the main ones and even like even though i didn't care about ice blonde and whatever <laughs> the people who survived i would appreciate them coming back yeah. just to acknowledge the fact that we endured this movie <laughs> exactly. yeah and so they're they're just there in the next it's like one. we've reanimated trig's corpse <laughs> yeah like anyway. yeah it'd be fun to have some other connections uh, than just the original cast we, we missed we didn't talk about one good thing that was in this movie it was about a guy getting a fake arm which is like a thing that we see in the other one and it was the was it good yeah it was fine it was the, it was the doctor was like super nervous and he was like yeah i've never put a fake arm on before <laughs> yeah, yeah he's like you're the first person who's ever survived yeah <laughs> he, he also was like uh, captain rex from the star tours yeah. again <laughs> like we've mentioned that so many times during this series <laughs> hope you don't mind it's my first time <laughs> <laughs> that guy uh, dies really quick too he does just because he gets his fake arm ripped off yeah and then then that sucks he like just got the new arm and then he's like oh god damn it he was probably thinking about all those sweet upgrades on the black market that they sell (laughs) which i want to hear more about that i want to hear more about the prosthetic arm black market back on terra and maybe we will on mars (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah the fact that it's going to mars is also like well i guess that end credit scene is probably not gonna be i guess not yeah they could probably mars is it's the mars club in paris (laughs) (laughs) or maybe all humans have to go to mars because of the the events of this movie cause earth to be that would be that would be interesting that would be a total anime move yeah (laughs) yeah i'd like that i'd like that well i think that's probably gonna bring us to the end huh yeah um thanks for being here with us everybody listening right now and if you want to talk to us during the week when you miss us most dearly elis where can people uh, reach out please send us an email sequel rights at gmail.com only one more starship troopers <gasps> movie left we need to know what franchise you guys want to hear next what should we do and then check us out on social media twitter instagram and facebook at sequel rights and give us a five-star salute on uh, podcasts and iTunes. We really appreciate it. The Federation appreciates it, too. Great job, Troopers. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next week for Starship Troopers, Traitor of Mars.